Hi everyone and welcome to Games Are Fun, the weekly video game podcast show that talks about video game news stories and highlights. My name is Luke and thank you so much for joining me on episode number 38 of Games Are Fun. Wow, 38 episodes. I'm quite proud of myself for reaching this point. That's a lot of episodes and a lot of me talking about video games. So thank you so much for listening to the episode. In today's show, we're going to be talking about three different things. The first is Xbox Game Pass possibly making its way over onto Nintendo Switch. There's a report about that. I'm going to break it down and give my thoughts on it. Secondly, there's a new Overwatch Hero announced, so I'm going to be talking about that. And lastly, Nintendo has announced that there is going to be a Pokemon-themed Direct happening on February 27th, so tomorrow. And I'm going to be talking about that, what, what we could see from that, and... Um, what I would like to see from that. So that's what the show is, but in case you have not listened to the show before, Games Are Fun is a weekly video game podcast show that airs every Tuesday on all your major platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, and etc. Each week I talk about video games. Sometimes it's talking about video game news and the industry. Other times I'm talking about my experiences with video games, what games I'm playing, what games I'm looking forward to. Today is a more news heavy day because that Xbox Game Pass on Nintendo Switch is such a big story. I wanted to primarily talk about that on today's show. But if you enjoy the show and want to be part of it, you can actually write in gamesarefunpodcast at gmail.com. Write into it. Be part of the show. I'd love some user or listener interaction where you guys can write in, share your thoughts on whatever. It can be anything. It can be about what's happening in the industry right now. It can be talking about a specific game. Write in and we can have a discussion about that. I can share my thoughts with whatever you, whatever it is you want to talk about. So that's the show this week. Before we start talking about those things, couple reminders. I mentioned already the podcast is available now on Spotify and some of those other platforms. Last week, there was a bit of hiccups. Basically, what happened was I announced that it was going to be making its way onto other platforms. Uh, it was going to be distributed on Spotify and some other services that it wasn't on before. But there was a bit of a hiccup in the system, and it actually prevented that from happening. So I had to send some emails out, figure out what the issue was, and it was just a glitch in the system. It was nothing on anybody's part. It just was preventing it from popping up on some of those other platforms. So please, if you could head over to this, Spotify is the big one. If you could head over to Spotify and give me a follow on that platform, even if you listen to the podcast elsewhere, like on iTunes or SoundCloud, that would be much appreciated. And then secondly, I am co-hosting a Apex Legends themed podcast called Apex Champions. It airs every week. We talk about Apex Legend news, what's going on in the game. And then we also have a more focused topic where we talk about stuff. Uh, next week's episode is uh, an interesting one. So make sure you stay tuned. You can follow uh, Apex Champions. Just search for it on any of the podcast services or head over to Twitter at Apex underscore champions. And then you'll get all the updates of when the next episodes are going live. So without further ado, let's talk about Xbox Game Pass making its way onto Nintendo Switch. So there was some reports that this was happening and I'm gonna break it down for you. So Imran Khan at Game Informer has the article, rumor Microsoft bringing Game Pass and published titles to Switch. 
So, according to a report from outlet Direct Feed Games, an outlet that has a strong track record for rumors, especially centering around Nintendo, Microsoft and Nintendo are about to get together in a big way in the near future. Not only will some Microsoft games find their way to the Switch, but it looks like the entire Game Pass library might arrive via the magic of streaming. The report states that Microsoft is looking into publishing some of their own catalog to the Switch in the form of actual ports. This is no way strange for Microsoft, who has dabbled in things like lending out Rare for games on Nintendo systems and developing and publishing games on Nintendo consoles such as Minecraft. Microsoft-owned developers like Ninja Theory and Obsidian are still self-publishing their games on the Switch and other systems as well. The game specifically mentioned by DirectFeed is Ori and the Blind Forest, a crown jewel in Microsoft's lower-key publishing initiatives. Additionally, the reports go on to say that Microsoft will be leveraging their announced Project X Cloud streaming service to bring Xbox One games to the Switch. While the Switch can't natively play, as a hypothetical example, Gears 5, it could stream it over the internet. This will be done through Game Pass, which allows players to subscribe to a service to access a Netflix-style library of games. In taking with our own sources, it has been suggested that the announcement of Game Pass on Switch could come as soon as this year. This isn't surprising, as Microsoft has been eager to expand Game Pass out as far as they can, announcing plans to revamp it for PC. Project xCloud is a means to an end to get people who don't own Xbox products to spend money on Xbox services, making the Switch a perfect vector for it. For Nintendo, it means games that are unfeasible on the console due to hardware limitations can come to the Switch in some form and provides an added value for them. This particular avenue is also not new to Nintendo, which has been experimenting with using cloud streaming as a way to play technolo technologically demanding games for a few months now in Japan. Games like Resident Evil 7 and Assassin's Creed Odyssey have Switch ports in Japan, streaming a special version from a local server. Game Pass on the Switch would be no different. We speculate on the possibilities of what a Microsoft and Nintendo friendship could mean in a recent opinion piece, which you can read here. Game Pass aside, what games would you want Microsoft to publish? Um, blah, 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 blah. Yep, that's basically it. So, yeah, this is a, a very big story. Of course, there was reports coming out weeks ago that there was going to be an Xbox Live app making its way over onto Nintendo Switch so that you could access Xbox Live on the Switch see what friends are online, access your achievements. Um, I don't know if there was also some sort of capability of using Xbox Live chat, in um, party chat, so you could talk to people from your Switch onto, you know, your friends that were playing games on Xbox. You could kind of use that live service um, in that way. And when that report came out, there was also rumors that, uh, as mentioned in this article, Microsoft's xCloud streaming service could possibly be making its way eventually in the future to the Nintendo Switch. So Microsoft announced this xCloud, Project xCloud or whatever it's called, and basically it's a service that is going to allow you to stream games remotely. Uh, we're seeing services like Google already doing it. Uh, this past year we saw Assassin's Creed Odyssey available to stream via this Google service so that you could just take out anything, a phone. Actually, I don't know if it was limited to uh, laptops and computers. 
not sure if you could do it on phone, but anyways, you could take and play Assassin's Creed Odyssey on like a Google Chromebook or something like that. So this is kind of the future of gaming, right? This is the, the direction that we should be heading is basically services that allow us to stream these AAA games that are maybe graphically demanding on things that wouldn't normally be able to support them. So things like our tablets, our laptops, our phones, um, being able to stream these games remotely through the internet and letting you know a server somewhere on the other side of the world with a supercomputer run the game and just stream it via the internet to our device. So this is really cool. This is crazy to think. Um, it makes sense that this is the direction we're heading into. Um, Google has something up their sleeves. They're supposedly going to be having a, a press conference next month and people believe that they're going to be talking more about this service uh, of Google streaming video games. And Microsoft obviously has already laid out plans for this in the future. And there's also speculation that Xbox is going to have two consoles next generation. One, maybe a more traditional piece of gaming hardware, whereas the other could just be strictly a streaming box. So it'll be interesting. Um, this is cool that not only are the reports that Xbox Live is going to be available on the Switch, but that Game Pass. So let's kind of dive into that now, because that's what this article is really focusing on. So Game Pass is a awesome subscription service on Xbox where you pay, for me, it's $15 Canadian, I think it's about $10 US, you pay it monthly, and they have a ton of promotions where you can actually get the first month for a dollar or you can you can get it for discounted rates but it, essentially you pay the subscription service like you would any other subscription service like Netflix or Hulu and you pay and you get access to hundreds of games in this library and these aren't just crappy games maybe when they started they had not a great library to choose from but today this is a great selection you have AAA titles uh, not only that, all the Microsoft exclusives, now I know there's not a lot of them, but any future Microsoft exclusive will day and date release on Xbox Game Pass. So this past year, like Sea of Thieves, State of Decay 2, Forza Horizon 4, and then more recently Crackdown 3, when they released to be sold, they also released for free on the same day for Game Pass subscribers. So this is a service that I'm blown away that not every Xbox user has it. It almost prevents you from having to ever buy any other games. It's great if you have kids because kids like to pick things up and drop them right away. And this gives you access to so many different games. And when you add it up, especially in today's market on how expensive video games are, Game Pass provides you that discounted rate of having access to so many games for such a smaller cost, right? If you bought all those games from the store, uh, whether digitally or physically, you're spending way more money. So it, it just makes sense. Xbox is hitting it out of the park with Game Pass and taking it to the next level would be bringing it to a new platform. So Nintendo Switch is something that I believe would work. It has that capability of streaming games via the internet. We see it just like the report mentioned in Japan where they've been able to stream Resident Evil 7 and Assassin's Creed Odyssey, both games that are physically demanding and there's no way it could play on the Switch just, uh, just by themselves, right? They need that power 
from streaming in order to to play those games. And so when we pair the best stream, uh, gaming service right now, Game Pass, over onto Switch, that would be just incredible. Game Pass isn't just a streaming service. You actually download the games onto your console and play them that way. And so you kind of have access to play them whenever, as long as you're still a Game Pass subscriber. Now, you couldn't do that on the Switch because like I said, you would need that streaming to be able to play the games. But, you know, it just opens up the possibility that maybe smaller games you would be able to download um, and then the big one is just being able to play possibly Microsoft Xbox exclusives on the Switch, like playing Gears or playing Halo, um, playing any Forza games, playing those big major AAA games on a Switch would do really well. Now, what's in it for Nintendo and what's in it for Game Pass? So Nintendo is all about the brand, right? People want people to have a Nintendo Switch in their hands. They're all about hardware, they're all about uh, the image of being a Nintendo Switch owner and a Nintendo fan. Sorry, I apologize for the revving engine in the parking lot outside my, my building. Um, for Xbox, they're obviously not doing great when it comes to hardware sales. They make their money through software. Even though they have no exclusives compared to Nintendo and PlayStation, obviously, they still do really well at selling hardware, especially through this Game Pass. They have the top on the market right now for a games service where you can play a large library of games. And so when you're pairing it up with Switch, it's going to be beneficial to both groups because people are going to be able to, it's going to push Switch sales. And that's also going to, to come hand in hand with people buying the Switch purposely to eventually get that subscription to Game Pass. So yes, you my, Nintendo's making that whatever 300 bucks on the hardware side, but think of all the subscribers that are gonna come over and it, it's just gonna be an awesome, I, I think that if this partnership does happen, we might even see certain Nintendo exclusives pop up on Game Pass. It might be, um, a game that will be available on Game Pass, but only on Nintendo Switch. I think that could possibly happen. And then the same, obviously, with Microsoft. There might be certain games that they want exclusive on Game Pass so that they still sell their Xbox streaming box or whatever the Xbox console may be in the next year or two. So I think that could possibly happen, but this just, it's a win for everybody, um, except for PlayStation, I guess. This is a incredible thing that would really change gaming, not only uh, due to everything that I mentioned, being able to stream games over the internet flawlessly on a portable de device, it's the fact that two major parties like Microsoft and Nintendo partnering up together is something that is unspoken of and would just be incredible for the industry. If this happened, um, it, it would literally change so many things in the way we know video games. So I'm really excited. I really hope that we get more information uh, of this in the coming months. Of course, this is just rumor and speculation and there's just reports about this happening. It has not been confirmed by Microsoft or Nintendo yet. So once we get that confirmation or uh, whether it's true or not true, I'll be talking about on the show and letting you guys know uh, what's up with that. So again, I'm interested in knowing what you guys think about this. So email me at games are fun podcast. You can tell me your thoughts. 
if you are a PlayStation player, what do you think about this? Uh, if you're an Xbox player, would you who doesn't have Game Pass, would you consider getting Game Pass and possibly getting a Nintendo Switch down the road? Um, yeah, I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts on that. So make sure you email me. So moving on to a very quick story. This is not going to take a lot of time, but I wanted to mention it because it is a fresh story. Uh, Overwatch's new hero is Baptiste, a Haitian combat medic. So this is from Nathan Grayson over at Kotaku.com. So after much teasing over the past week, Blizzard has revealed Overwatch's newest hero. His name is Baptiste, and he's a combat medic fighting for a better world. For some, that means a bandage, he says in his origin story video. For others, a bullet. Jean-Baptiste Augustin, Augustine grew up as one of 30 million orphan children during Overwatch's much-talked-about Omnic Wars. He implies that he had to steal or starve kill or be killed when he was younger, to the point of joining the game's de facto bad guy faction, Talon. At some point, however, it seems he had a change of heart and left. Talon, a te teaser released last week revealed, is not happy about this. For now, Blizzard says Baptiste is coming soon. Given the speed at which these things usually unfold, that means he'll probably be on the PC public test server before long. So that's, that's it. It's just a new Overwatch hero finally... A confirms Baptiste, uh, Haitian combat medic. So this is really sweet that Overwatch is still receiving um, support like this. Of course, it is a games with service. It's going to continue getting that support, but the game's a couple of years old now, right? It still has hundreds of million players, I'm sure. Um, well, maybe that's a... <laughs> A little a bit of a stretch but it has tons of players still playing it to this day so it's great to see that they're continuously adding more heroes and new features to the game um yeah that that's the greatest thing about these hero shooters right is when overwatch came out we have all these this roster of awesome heroes and characters you can play as and you just knew in the future that there would be more release in it it would just give us more options and possibilities to play as different characters. And so we've seen some of those releases and it's great in 2019 that we're still getting that. I expect this not to go away anytime soon. And then it also gives you hope that, you know, it's already been confirmed, but Apex Legends, another game that's focused on heroes or in this case, legends. And that that's something to get excited about that this game where it is right now has x amount of characters it's gonna gonna receive characters just like overwatch or some of those other hero uh hero based games as well so cool story i'm glad to see that overwatch has got a new character all right lastly let's talk about the Pokemon Nintendo Direct. So Pokemon Nintendo Direct to air tomorrow. This is from Joe Scrabbles over at IGN.com. Nintendo has announced a seven-minute Nintendo Direct centered around, in quotations, new information about Pokemon. It will be live-streamed tomorrow, February 27th at 6 a.m. Pacific. So uh, that will be quite early if you're, you're over on the West Coast here. Um... So the tweet that Pokemon sent out was, these are all the details you're getting until tomorrow. Set your alarms, trainers. You don't want to miss this Pokemon day. Uh, so it's basically a picture, Pokemon Direct, the date, time, and then there's three Pokeballs in the picture. So 
Uh, the article continues, it's worth pointing out that Nintendo steers clear of specifically mentioning the core Pokemon RPG coming to Switch in the second half of this year. However, it would be an odd move not to at least discuss the game. Some were surprised that the last full Nintendo Direct didn't show off Pokemon, but it would be it would make sense in retrospect if a Direct was dedicated to the game slash series. The teaser image also shows three Pokeballs, which could be hinting at us seeing the three new starter Pokemon expected to appear for the series' eighth generation. We know remarkably little concrete information about Gen 8 so far. Pokemon Company CEO I'm, oh man, I can't pronounce Japanese names, so I apologize. The Pokemon Company CEO has previously explained that it will feature the best visuals in the series' history, that it will be a new game in the series with new Pokemon, and will be aimed at existing fans. Shout out to Brian. That's, that's for you, buddy. Uh, he has also hinted that the company has been thinking more broadly about multiplayer, although it's not clear if that's been applied directly to this game. You can watch the Direct on Nintendo's YouTube channel. And so yeah, catch that tomorrow at 6 a.m. Pacific time. So this is awesome. I actually kind of speculated that a lot of times when we get a Nintendo Direct, there might be, the next Direct sometimes might be one focused on one coming up. Like for example, last year, there was times where we would have a Nintendo Direct happen and we had the Super Smash Bros. announcement, and then later down the road, we had that Super Smash Bros. Direct, where it just was a 30-minute presentation giving us all sorts of information. Now, this is early in the year. We're probably far out. It's gonna be a fall release for Pokemon Gen 8. So it's gonna be, a like the article said, seven-minute video, but that's still a lot of time for them to give information. I hope they do not waste any of that seven minutes on any possible uh, updates on Pokemon Let's Go series. Uh, it's possible that there might be an update to that game bringing some sort of new feature and that they talk about that because like the article said again, they did not specifically say they were talking about the next Pokemon game, but why would they not, right? We know that's coming this year. It's been officially announced. So hopefully that uh, is the majority of the presentation is our first look at this game. My speculation is possibly name drop. I think we could get a name drop of the two versions of this Pokemon. And then at most we might, the, the teaser of the three Pokeballs might be hinting at announcement for the three starting Pokemon, right? Because this is a new generation. There's going to be new Pokemon in the game. Maybe we'll see the three starter Pokemon that could be in Gen 8. I don't know. It's hard. It's really hard to say. I don't think we're going to get anything major like gameplay. Um, I think that's going to be saved for E3. It might be hinted at that, but I think this year's E3 is really going to be focused on either Animal Crossing or Pokemon. Those are my two guesses as to what's going to be the main focus of the Nintendo Switch. Um... So yeah, it, it'll, I'm really excited to see what happens. I really hope that it's one of those things, but I don't see it being anything more than that. Now, speaking of Generation 8, I'm not going to lie, I have my doubts about the game, unfortunately, because I think I just have these really high expectations that it's going to be one thing, and then over time, I think my expectations have come to reality on 
realizing that that's probably not going to happen. What I really want for this Pokemon game is it taking Pokemon to the next level, similar to how Zelda was brought to a new level with Breath of the Wild, right? It's a new title in the franchise, but changing up so many of the core mechanics that basically leave you with, well, any future Zelda releases need to be as good as this, but better. I want that for Pokemon. I want them to keep everything that the fans love about the series, keep that in there, but bring in new things that will just take it to a new level, right? And I don't necessarily know what those things will be to bring it to that new level, but I just, I don't want to have too high expectations of expecting, you know, Breath of the Wild, but in Pokemon. And so I need to, to understand that it is still a Pokemon game. It's still going to have those core mechanics, but it hopefully will just have um, improved visuals and maybe something more expansive that creates to a new way of playing the game. So it'll be interesting to see. I will definitely be talking about whatever we see on next week's episode of Games Are Fun. So make sure you come back next week if you missed the direct and I can lay out all the information for you guys and give my thoughts around it. So that is the episode this week. I know it's a shorter episode, but that's just kind of how it goes sometimes. I am really looking forward to next week's episode to talk about Pokemon. And then I also have a couple more things up my sleeves that are going to be coming in the the weeks to come. Uh, Possibly some guests making their way on the show. I told you guys I would like to to bring more people onto the show to talk about just trying to set up some of those things and finalize the details around that. So make sure you stay tuned. And then as a reminder, make sure you're right into the show, gamesarefunpodcast at gmail.com. It can literally be about anything. I love listener interaction and would love to hear your thoughts on this episode or any of the things I talked about or anything going on in the industry right now. So make sure you're right into me. And then of course, make sure you tune in next week for the next episode. Uh, It's going to release every Tuesday and on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, CastBox, Spotify, all the other major podcast services. So with that being said, make sure you head over to Facebook, like my page, Games Are Fun Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Games Are Fun Pod and at my Instagram page at Games Are Fun Podcast. Post all updates relating to the show over on those platforms. So thank you so much for listening to episode number 39 of Games Are Fun, and we will talk to you guys next week. Enjoy your week, everyone.